Last week off because it was Christmas and uh, we decided we weren't taking last week off. It was nice. It was. And then uh, we took yesterday off because I was the only one that felt good. Oh man, I thought I was gonna die yesterday. Something happened with Katie and her eyes began to turn red and watery, and then Robert's head was hurting them. So my head was bothering me a little bit, but uh, that tends to happen when you drop an air fryer on your head. <laughs> Just saying. I was great this morning until I touched my forehead, and then I was like, oh, God, that was a mistake. I'm just saying, guys, it's very hard to not laugh at your wife when she drops an air I laughed at myself, and then I cried about it, and then I laughed some more. I tried my hardest not to laugh. I really did. I saw spots. It was bad. Why are we all doing fireworks? I don't know. It's fucking December the 29th. Yeah. It's just, they're loud, too. Those are some big they're, ones. They're, like, right next to our house. They've been doing small fireworks. Which are all illegal. And now they're doing some big ones. Which are illegal. Go tell them to stop. No. Oh, okay. Not at all. So, Christmas, or holiday, no, it's Christmas, fuck it, it's Christmas break. Uh, let's talk about what we got. I posted some of the stuff I got. I don't think I got anything animal-related. No, you got lots of books. And, I did. I got the books I books. wanted, which I was excited about. And candy. I did get some candy, which I put most of in your ice cream last night. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I gave animal gifts, animal-related gifts. I guess I got a, well, I, po- I posted in our group. I got a Lego set. Because I like Lego. Obviously, I've given you lots of animal Lego stuff. I got a, it was a three-in-one. It was a crocodile or a snake or a frog. I've made the snake. I've made the crocodile. i got to post a picture of it. It did make the crocodile. Uh, and once I do that, I'll take it apart and then I'll make the frog. And then I'll go back and put the snake together and put it on a shelf. But uh, for other nerds out there, I also got a giant Millennium Falcon that I have to take apart. Which I'm super excited about. An original one. <laughs> Original-ish. One, like it's got the original characters. Yeah, it doesn't have the new ones. Uh, so I got, that was pre-built. I got to take that apart and put it back together. So I'm looking forward to that. I got a lot of reptile, well, like reptile related books. I put them, oh, I put them in the other room. But they're all like kids. Your daughter had fun picking those out. That was at half price books, I assume. Yep. On the kids section. Because it was all, all kids related reptile books. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Animal related. Oh, I got a, I got a gift card for fish from Robert. Which I think I might buy uh, a new piece of furniture for my fish tank. I don't think anybody's interested, but that's probably what I'm going to do with it. Robert, do you get anything? I know what you got for Christmas. Tell everybody what you're excited about. It's I not animal it. related. Yeah, I got one thing. And you were well, super excited. A couple things. I got an Anova sous vide thing for cooking stuff. In fact, we made New York strips in it tonight, and they were fucking amazing. That's awesome. So now you can be <clears> all fancy. And then Katie and James snuck into my house when I was out of town. <laughs> Joe helped. It was not oh, just Joseph the two of us. And you. <laughs> My box turtle and Rachel's big Doomerl's boa to paint us a painting. Let the yeah. snake and the turtle paint it. It was awesome. I never took pictures of them, so you'll have to take pictures yeah, of them. Yeah, we're going to. Rachel yeah. and I were just talking about that. Yeah. We need to take pictures and post them. And we used to do stuff like that at the zoo all the time, and we yeah. would sell them in the gift shop. We used or... to have more room. The, yeah. the, the kitchen counter is not the best place for a seven-foot Doomerl's boa. <laughs> is that where y'all did that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On we, like, cleared off the island. We covered it in a trash bag. 
Yeah, it was very sneaky. James was going to use Bandit, Rachel's Vietnamese Blue Beauty, but he, he, he was, was not, having not having it, they said. I got him. He was good till like, we got to the top of the stairs. No, he wasn't. And good. then he was like, he, he was, not She went to him out of the cage. I thought maybe if I got, I walked with him, he'd calm down. But I got out the snake room door, and he turned around and went for me. I was like, no, we're going to take him back and put yeah. him back in. And his bite would probably not feel good. Yeah, so I decided I was I've good. never bled on a painting before, so I'm glad we didn't test it out. Gosh, James. I have my phone. We silenced our phones. I know. Gosh. But I, yeah. I did get I did make something today that I'm excited about. I went up to Robert's shop today. Oh yeah. And we made a tortoise table. Your child and I slept until almost noon. It was great. I slept late. My alarm I slept for like an hour after my alarm went off. I've slept more this break than I think I ever have on any break before. And this is the first time in a very long time that I genuinely feel rejuvenated and like ready to go back to school. Like I was thinking about lessons today and I checked out some more books on poetry from the library because that's what I'm teaching next week. I'm I'm ready to go back to work, but I am like, this is the first time in a long time that I've had a break where I'm like, yes, you interrupted my tortoise table. I'm sorry. Talk about your tortoise table. We made a tortoise table today. I helped carry it up the stairs. It's, it's quite large. It is. It's two foot by four foot by 12 inches tall. I'll get pictures of it. It looks really cool, though. We're going to set up tomorrow. We, I, we used uh, silicone to, to kind of make it water resistant so that when I put dirt and soil and all that stuff in there, it doesn't water doesn't just flow out the bottom of it like a sieve. But I'll get it set up tomorrow for my little cherry head tortoise and get pictures of it and post them up for everybody to see. It is, if you're looking for a tortoise table, oh, we didn't talk about our sponsors. We can. Because if you're looking for a tortoise table, you can talk to one of our sponsors. Robert. Absolutely. Tell Chris he can shove it right up his ass. How'd you know? Because you're smiling. So I figured you said something over there. (laughs) Well, if you are looking for a high quality PVC rack or tortoise table, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit lsreptileracks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. And I was up there today. Chris said, you're so confrontational. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Oh, but yes. It's just because he's had to deal with me injuring myself for the last two days. Well, everything today went smooth. Yeah. Up until 345 <laughs> when my heat tape that I ordered from Josh's Frogs on Monday finally got here. Ordered it Monday for overnight delivery. They charge more for overnight delivery than any of the other vendors do. Uh-huh. I had to order from them because my normal vendor is moving their warehouse from California to Texas and the heat tape is somewhere in transit. Oh, yikes. So, and they charge a dollar a foot more than anybody else for it. So, Mm. I had to order from them. So, they didn't ship it out until yesterday. Fine. I get it. They're busy. It gets here today. We got the rack built. I have a customer driving seven hours tomorrow to pick this rack up. And I was short like two feet of heat tape, Mm. so I can't piece it together. So... I ordered some, paid a premium. I mean, it was 50 feet of heat tape. cost me almost $200. Oh. So that's four bucks a foot with shipping. It gets here, and they sent me fucking four inch. Mind you, the rack's already built. With three inch With three mortises. inch mortises. Yeah. So at four o'clock, I had to program and cut an entire new rack for four inch. Oh, God. And sent Josh's frogs a not-so-nice email. Because this is not the first time they've done this shit. They've yeah. sent two different times. They've sent me rolls of heat tape. And when we get down to the last 20 or 30 foot, it's a bunch of little one and two foot sections. 
Like yeah, that's, that's just flat out stealing. Yeah. That is flat out stealing from your customers because someone took the time to pull those pieces and roll them up in there. That right. didn't happen from the factory. Right. Um, the way, last time that way they can say they sent you 50 foot. Right. Right. But it's really five sections of one foot sure. and then the rest in one piece. Right. So, but the last time, so you have to go on their website and go to their chat and you open up a, a service ticket. Like two days later, I get an email that says, uh, I don't remember the wording, but basically that they were closing the ticket because I was now satisfied. And I'm like, you didn't even fucking ask me anything. I've been left unsatisfied. So I opened a new ticket and I just looked when I went there, that ticket's still open. They've never responded to it. So if they don't respond by tomorrow, I'm just going to contest it with my credit, with my bank and they can deal with it then. So I want to go back to the, we talked about heat tape there for a second for uh, anybody listening, because it's something that we see pop up on, on Facebook groups all the time. Uh, if you're doing a rack, you need to have continuous a continuous roll of heat tape. Yes. Don't daisy chain your heat tapes together. Can I ask why? You're just creating more places for it to fail. There's a reason why the companies who do that don't last long. Gotcha. Because hey, I don't know anything about heat They're tape. adding a bunch of cost. They're adding, and you have all these extra plugs. So technically, so technically you can do it each. But you need to have every single level will need to be have its own thermostat yes. probe. Oh. So if you have six tubs, you need okay. like a VE six hundred. I know what the point of heat tape is, and I know what it Thermostat does. Six. Yeah. Right. Is that but, yeah. yeah. Just to run one rack. So. It, Damn. Well, and it, it, there's a so there's a couple ways people do it. One, they'll have a six level rack, and what they'll do, say it's uh, two foot on each level, they'll do a two foot, then run wire from that one to the next one. Mm-hmm. Do two foot and run wire from that one to the next one. Which is just stupid. Which, a couple of things. Now you have so many different points of contact where electricity is flowing through. Uh, you're just waiting for something to mess up. Also, if the third one down or the fourth one down quits working somewhere, you have to go trace back up. It's a pain in the ass. I, I recently saw a melamine rack that one of my customers sent me a message because he was buying heat tape. Needed, he needed heat tape. He had bought this, or he'd gotten this melamine rack when he bought a collection. And it, I think it was an eight tub, 41 quart. It was, then they used 12 inch heat tape. I don't understand that. Um, they had all, uh, each one was wired individually and they ran to a metal junction box that they had screwed to the side. And all those wires were together. Oh, fuck. Like a one big ball? Like a one big ball. That can't be good. No. And then with one wire running out with no, a plug. No, that can't be good. That's not good either. Yeah, I luckily, feel like that's this a guy's fire. in construction and he saw it and he's like, I ain't plugging that shit in. Good, good, good. We'll see they do that or they'll, uh, they'll wire each one individually with its own plug and then they'll all plug it in like one surge protector and then. Plug that either into the wall, mm-hmm. straight into the wall, yeah. Or they'll finally they'll plug that into one thermostat. But the problem is that one thermostat has one probe, and you have six, six different, different heat, heat elements. So yes, the one you have the probe on is great, but the other ones are going to fluctuate like crazy. And you know, for people who are buying anything out there, if you're buying something from a website, go read the terms of service. Yeah. Because like, if you buy a rack from me and don't use a thermostat on it. Yeah, because you've had that happen. I just had it happen. You'll have people one. contact you and bitch about them burning or melting something on their rack, yeah. but it's just plugged straight into the wall. Well, of course yeah, it's going say, to. Or it's, or it's plugged into a... But if you don't have it on something to regulate that temperature, it's just going to run and go. Come you, on, you, folks. You, even I know that. You you would think, but it, it, common sense is not very common anymore. Jeez no, they, they buy or, or they buy the $12 jump start, which I use occasionally for short term. But they'll leave it on, on for how, you know, f- until it fails. Because it's going to fail. Yeah. What they don't realize, and 
what I try to educate people on all the time, I get, I don't even do it in the in the bell Python groups anymore when I see people with them because, um, you'll get people that just, well, mine works fine. Yeah. It'll work till it doesn't. It's like an airplane. It'll go right to the scene of the crash. Look, I, those little round top <laughs> dialed $20 thermostats. Well, I'm even talking about like the, the, the seed germinating oh, thermostats those? off Amazon. I used the Zilla type ones for, for a decade or more and, and they will work. And look, I know plenty of stories where they failed and I got lucky. It didn't happen once to me, but I have since hooked everything up to a Herbstat. Everything is plugged into a Herbstat and I will never go back from it. Right. Um, it's the best thing I've ever done. I can walk in there at any point and see exactly what the temperature is. Uh, I, I've walked in before and heard alarms going off and walked in and realized that it was too high or too low. Something happened. It tripped or whatever. So, I mean, there's way more. And plus now that they're coming out with the, uh, we can actually monitor it online mm -hmm. as that, as that gets better and better. It's going to be, I mean, there's no reason to not do it that way. I, I, uh, I actually have it in my terms of service. Now that you have to use a proportional thermostat because the, even like a Herbstat one, not a Herbstat one, a, a VE 100, it's an on off thermostat. That's not acceptable. That's for heat mat. Well, it's okay. Let's do it's a little not for heat tape. Here. Uh, a six tub, uh, sweater box or 41 quart rack costs how much from you? Six fifty. Six fifty. All right, that is six fifty for just the rack. Mm -hmm. You were then going to put six, let's say, ball pythons, ball pythons in there at an average of three hundred bucks. Yeah, three hundred bucks a piece. There's another eighteen hundred bucks. That's eighteen hundred bucks. Sorry, I promise I'm listening. So you're at twenty four hundred bucks. You're at twenty four hundred dollars, and you're going to use a twenty dollar thermostat to run that. Yep. Ooh, no, that's that math not doesn't okay. make fucking sense. No, it doesn't. Like, there's no. I reason. see it every day, and I get, I get that we. The problem is we're in a hobby where. Uh, we are very much. A, let's see how it's the cheapest we can do this at. And I'm. All it's for not just this hobby. No, 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 no it's no, not. No, but we've been the the reptile hobby for the longest time has been a very MacGyver like hobby, uh, because we haven't always had everything made for us perfectly the way it is now. There's a lot of supplies now that don't didn't exist 20, 25 years ago. Um, but you just gotta think about it. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to put twenty four hundred dollars or whatever on a twenty dollar thermostat yep. and go. We're good. And then you've got to imagine that person is probably going to end up getting another six tub rack or a 10 tub rack. And they're going to do the same thing. And now you're talking five, six, seven thousand $7,000 in a $20 thermostat. Mm -hmm. When you could have just not bought one ball python and bought the thermostat. Well, what people don't understand is that when that heat tape is on an on-off thermostat, it brings it up to the temperature and then it turns off. Well, it still raises three or four degrees before... Yeah, it, it turns off. Then it lowers it down and it has to go three to five degrees below the temperature before it'll kick back on. So it's just sitting here doing this. Yeah. On, off, on, off, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. And then heat tape is expanding, contracting, expanding, contracting, expanding, contracting. So it doesn't take it long for that brass. It's always the brass. Um, Connector. The bus inside. Oh, the, the main line. bus. On, yeah. That's always where it fails because it's expanding, contracting, and it just wears out. And then it gets a short in it. And then I can't tell you, people will send me a picture of the inside of their rack and there's fucking repta chip everywhere up under the tubs next to the heat tape. And I'm like, clean your shit out, man. <laughs> and, uh, isn't that a fire hazard? Yeah, you would yeah. think so, but God bless it. I just, it, what gets me is you'll, uh, you'll see in a group, someone ask what thermostat people use and you'll get 70% you know, say herb stats. And then you'll have the other one say, uh, VE, VE. Which are both good proportional. Sure. I prefer Herbstat, but that's just me. Uh, I think that's like Ford, Chevy. But uh, but then you'll have someone, that person asked, like, well, those are too expensive. 
Well, then why'd you ask? Don't don't ask. They'll, they'll, they'll complain that it's too expensive and that someone will go, well, I use this one and it's just as good, but it's not. The the two proportional thermostats out there are VE and Herbstat. Most of them are, like you said, are on-off. And I think people get fooled nowadays because a lot of the on-off thermostats now have digital reads. So they look like a higher dollar item at $25. Right. And so unlike the old ones, which... You know, had a little light that would come on and come off as it turned on and off, and it, it looked cheap. And they were, they were, oh yeah, that's like the one I have on my yeah, corn snake right has there. a little doll. Yeah, you can hear it click on. Yeah, if you can hear your thermostat click on and click off, that's what we're talking about. That's right. that thermostat. And so that is that is the issue. You'll see someone bitch about, well, that costs too much. This one does just as good. It doesn't. It doesn't. There's a reason it doesn't. So uh, I laugh. Hey. I laugh because in my classroom in Louisiana, we had a couple months where the air didn't work in my classroom. I actually put a thermostat, like a thermometer on the wall to see how hot it was getting in my room. It was just miserable. But there was like a three week period of time where her thermostat never clicked on <laughs> because it was, so, it was so hot in my room. That's yeah, crazy. It was rough. Well, and Bergoli talked, his joke was, you mean we can't use light dimmer switches? That used to be the thing before thermostats. Uh, and, and there are some still some big name breeders because I've heard some on podcasts recently that still use the old dimmer switch style. I don't know what that is. Uh, rheostat, basically. You know, oh, okay. Where you can uh, you can turn the dial. I actually, know what that is. <laughs> to control the amount of energy being pushed through to your heating element. The problem is uh, with power surges and those. There's not a. It's not a constant on there. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure many of our animals can deal with a wide range of temperature fluctuations, but. Your equipment can't always deal with a high range of temperature fluctuations, like Robert was saying, with the heat tape. So the old way of using dimmer switches, which, which is what they used to do before thermostats, it doesn't work either. And and James knows that. But uh, well, and like your dad said in the in the chat, any hobby worth doing is worth doing, right? He would know. He's only been through about twenty different hobbies. Uh, I mean, you've got quite a few yourself. You've stuck with them, though. I'll give you that. That is true. I don't know the last <laughs> time my dad went golfing or rode a bike. So. He rides his, his well, Harley. He has a motorcycle now, but I'm talking, you you didn't know him when he rode a, a road bike, like a thin, thin wheeled, thin tire road him. bike. I've seen pictures. Like a <laughs> sausage on a bike. Great thing is I can say shit to him and all he can do is type back. I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> you can kick him out if you wanted to. <laughs> oh, but, uh, so yeah, that, that was one thing I wanted to hit on the, <laughs> the <laughs> The um, a heating thing, I see it a lot lately, especially with, with winter. Because all right, so, so winter has not existed during this winter. Shut your mouth. It's coming Sunday. But Sunday, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. So listen, for anybody listening, Sunday oh, is God. the day that shit is going to fail. Oh, God. Just a heads up. Anyone in the South, if you haven't had winter yet, it's coming on Sunday. And if you haven't seen the post on Facebook, the high on Saturday is 85 and then the wind chill on Sunday is supposed to be 27. So I just got over all this sinus crap and my ears are finally clear and I'm done with all my medicine. And I'm so scared that it's all going to get jacked up again and I'm going to get sick again because the weather won't make up its damn mind. I just, everyone double check if you've got uh, radiator styled heaters, oil filled heaters going on in a room to keep it Double check that because it's not going, it's going to work a lot more mm-hmm. starting Sunday. Than it has the past however many months. Um, if you yeah, our- if you have a separate building that has its own heating, double check that because it is Texas D and Yeah, it's Texas. Uh, just get ready because this is the time that things fail. Just like when the first warm day of summer hits, everyone's air conditioner breaks. 
<laughs> Very true. This is the part where everything's going to freeze. The problem is our, with our hobby is this is the part where everything will freeze to death because no one's going to be double checking things. Uh, I am paranoid because my tortoises are back in Louisiana and I'm not there with them to go through this whole process. So No, but my, my dad's done a pretty good job. My in-laws are going to be taking care of them. They really are. I just... Mm, what? We may not have heat in our house. Which house? This house. We have heat. I don't think it's connected. Oh, because of that. Ooh. They never came back to finish. You better call them I will tomorrow. Call tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you better call tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, because when they were up there to check on, one guy was up there. What was he doing up there? He was doing something else, and he noticed that. And the, he was like, hey, your stuff's not connected, but it's all turned off. Like, we don't have, like, an, an open gas line or anything. Yeah. Shit, they're going to tell you to get the gas company on to cook it up, probably. Or to uh, make sure that it's on. It was when they came and replaced a part on well, our air conditioner. The great thing is we ago. rent and it's their fucking job. Right. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So we'll call them tomorrow. If not, I have. We a have radiator. layers. We'll be fine. I have a radiator style heater that I'll put in my snake room. <laughs> I rode it out in one of these houses in the freeze yeah. last year and it was cold, but but I lived. Also, this is a great time for any of you out there that have been waiting for this weather so you can brewmate your stuff. It's coming. Now, the bad side is in like five days afterwards, it'll probably be 90 degrees. Not even five. I think it's only three. So, but it is the day I am going to, I'm going to go ahead and pull my, uh, rosy boas out. They've, I've cleaned, they've cleared out and I can go ahead and pull them off heat, put them in the closet in a shoebox, and have them go through somewhat of a brumation. My rubber boas have been in the, the cooler covered in ice for the last however long. Uh, <laughs> my dad said, we'll have the AC on. We probably will still have the AC on with 30 something degrees. Poor up. Sam. He always freezes when he comes to our house. I, I'm never cold. He and, he and my dad, both, both of, both of the. The dads, when they come to visit, are always freezing. Because they're old. They're old. They're old and brittle, oh, and they start to get cold easy. I just got muted in a freaking snake group. That's funny. What'd you say to piss somebody off? I said the word no. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said, is anyone else overcome with pride when they're snake sheds? And I said, no. No. <laughs> they muted me for being Because rude. you did what you're supposed to you do. You asked the fucking question, and I answered it. <laughs> Honestly. You did not give him the answer he wanted, which is how the internet works. Yeah, I would have been a lot more snarky. Speaking yes, I go in there and I do a little cheer and I say, good job, snake. <laughs> hip, hip, fucking array. You did what oh you're supposed gosh. to do. You didn't die and your skin came off. Yikes. Uh, I did see in a group that Facebook is now uh, coming down on things that tricks that we have tried to use in the animal hobby to still be able to sell animals online. Uh, now the Facebook is hitting you if you put the little airplane emoji there. A lot of people will put that next to... When an animal is ready to fly. Oh, that's pretty uh, smart. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's yeah, going away. I didn't know that. Um, oh. If there are pictures involved, I'm not going to figure out what the hell it's supposed to mean. Those games where you get like different emojis that mean different things and to figure out. Yeah. I suck at those. Uh, other things on here said, uh, now PM, they look for the, the letters PM because we always tell people to PM us. To message details. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, available, the word available. Rehome, message, adoption. Those are all now being hit by the wonderful. It's not going to be just reptiles, though. It's going to be. No, it's all. No, it's, it's, it's all. But, but they, they hate animal sales. Uh, PETA has too much control in Facebook, and they get their way. So anybody out there, just know that they're looking now. So if you do post with that, it's there. That came up in a group today. I saw that in the Houston group. So that's that's there. Um. Oh, I want to go over some of our listeners' Christmas gifts. I asked our Christmas uh, gifts they got at our animal related. Uh, Ryan Goslow got a book on dinosaurs and BBC's Spy in the Wild. That's cool. I don't know that, but I do love BBC because it always has David, Sir David Attenborough, mm-hmm. which is the best voiceover of anything ever. 
Jason Milarinovich said a day off to clean cages. That's what he gets. <laughs> hey, that's important sometimes. April Justine said a reptile pattern. Oh, fuck me. It's a cute little sweater for her cat. For her fucking ball sack. <laughs> no one knows what her ball sacks are. They're, they're hairless cats. They're hairless cats. They get you have to be an OG listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Do miss making fun of the ball sacks every week. Uh, Emily Aminette said, I got a whole ton of gift cards for pet stores from my family. I spent $100 on rats and it feels so good. I don't have to buy any for a while. I do love when I make a giant rodent order and my freezer is full. It's a weird feeling that I think only reptile people get. But like rodent order day when rodents come in, it's always fun. I feel that way whenever I meal prep for the lizards or the tortoises for the week. I thought you were going to say for you. I was like, what is that? Uh, I don't meal prep for myself. But I do for the, the stuff that we have that eats greens and vegetables and fruits and things like that. And whenever I meal prep for them and like all their little containers are stacked in the fridge, I have a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> so I get that. I can understand. Well, she also said her boyfriend got her a really nice thermometer slash hydrometers, a nice snake cook, and a lot of wood for her enclosures. That's cool. That's one thing you can always like. I know sometimes it's tricky to buy things for people, but you can always buy them supply stuff or gift cards. Amazon gift cards are great because you can buy anything. But uh, everybody can always use a hook. I've got like four hooks and I could probably still use like three or four more. Um, oh, the thermometer thing reminded me. We were talking about thermostats earlier. I, I need people, newer people in the hobby. If you're listening for some reason, you found this podcast. I apologize, but a thermometer and a thermostat aren't the same thing. Nope, they're not. They're just not. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. And all the times I've seen in Facebook groups for someone says, "Well, you need a thermostat for that." They go, "I've got one," and they'll post a fucking picture of a thermometer. I'm like, "The fuck's that going to do?" Besides, tell you how hot it is when your animal cooks. So a thermometer measures temperature. A thermostat controls the temperature. Uh, just please know that. <laughs> Angel said she got Angel Villa Lobos. I got two short-tailed poos and a regurgitated rat pup. I'm sorry. Ugh. That sounds horrible. That smells rough. Every, oh, uh, I wouldn't even think about the smell, but now mm. I can think about the smell. Yeah. The smell of a regurgitated rat is horrible. Yeah. Uh, Patrick said, my partner told me she will pay for one of my dream snakes, a mandarin rat snake, once I find one and have it set up, have a set up for it. I know where you can get one. I know where there's a, is it still there, Owen? I don't know, but. I don't know. Probably. There is one at the Herb Reptile. Speaking of Herb Reptile shops, we didn't talk about Herb Reptile shows. Nope. I covered my, I covered my sponsor. You didn't cover your two. I know. Herb Reptile shows. the ball, James. Because we don't have any for the rest of the year, and so I haven't think about it. it. There's like two days in to the rest of this year. So my statement is still true. Oh my God. Don't remind me. Rent's due in two days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Herb's Reptile Shows, which I will pull up the dates here. I know that, I know. Connor is the last weekend of January. It's my birthday weekend. Longview uh, is the weekend before that. So Oklahoma City, January 15th and 16th. Mm-hmm. Longview, Texas, January 22nd, 23rd. Mm-hmm. Go there, get you a grilled cheese sandwich off the grilled cheese sandwich truck. Absolutely. And then Conroe, January 29th, 30th. And then a month later is Corpus Christi, Texas, February 26th and 27th. And then shortly after that is the New Orleans show. For those of you that are farther east, New Orleans on March 5th and 6th. And then Bryan College Station, Texas on March 12th and 13th. And while you're at that show, go by and visit the Herb's Reptile Shop also just so you can check And the out. week after that is spring break. What, what? Is it really? Yeah. During March? Yep. Of course, it's going to be during our show or anything. Yeah. That would be helpful. Or like our trip that we're taking in March. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's okay. Uh... Let's so see. we will not be at the New Orleans show. And then Nathan Holcomb. We will be out of town. Nathan Holcomb got books. He got U.S. Guide to Venomous Snakes and Their Mimics. That could be a cool book. I don't have that one. This would be good. I don't have this one. Steve and Me by Terry Irwin. 
which is a good one. I don't have that. Uh, oh, James Brody said, will we close, we'll close the store for that show. That makes sense. James, is Amanda and Rack Snake still there? That makes sense. They don't want to be a competition for the vendors. I like that. It's a great idea. That's a cool, yeah. yeah. Um, James would be excited because he gets to come to a show. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was at Austin on Sunday for a little while. Yeah, that's the problem. Bergoli's been busy in the shop. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bob, he also got a book, going back to Nathan's, by Bob Irwin, by Steve Irwin's father, father, The Last Crocodile Hunter, Father and Son Legacy. Yep, it's still there. The Mandarin Rat is still there. So, hey, if you I'll, want that Mandarin Rat. I'll post rat, on it for him. I'll post I'll, for the guy. I'll tag him. There's a Mandarin Rat there. It's, it's a pretty one. If, it, in fact, if you go back on the Herp Shop's post from about two weeks ago, he was, that was like his animal of the day that he was holding. Mm-hmm. And he's very, he's very friendly unless you James Bergola. Bite him. Except, yeah, because it's the only person it's ever bitten was James. It's James. That, I've, I've well, seen I other, don't know about now, but. I've seen other people hold it. I held it the day that yeah. Sean got it. Yeah. It was great. Although, granted, it was at a show and cold. Yeah. So, uh, that's the old. Well, Rachel uh, had been, I think, holding it just before it bit James. Yeah. It shed that day, too. Mm-hmm. That was at the grand opening. James. But James what? is like me. He They just bite him. <laughs> I just saw your stargazing snake picture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then our other awesome uh, sponsor that I I forgot to bring up was Wiregrass Exotics. The Rue is over at the Wiregrass Exotics in Ozark, Alabama. Go by and visit them. Get you some feeders. Great feeders there. Uh, Another thing that happened this week, a new episode of the Reptile Fight Club came out with our good buddy Travis. Travis Weinman was on it. Did you listen to that already? I did listen to it. I I heard you listening to it while you were messing around with Lego last night. Yeah. By the way, uh, plural of Lego is Lego. Just on that. Out. I, I've actually seen. We, we won't get into that. Never mind. From the company, it's Lego. I'm gonna go with well. the company's right. Anyways, so the episode of Reptile Fight Club was about whether you should get your animals tested or not, which was very interesting because you had Travis Wyman and you had well, Doctor Travis Wyman and Doctor. Why did my brain just going? Justin Julander. I'm sorry, Justin. Uh, discussing it, and they both had to take opposite sides. And there were very good points on both sides. Um, I don't think anybody completely disagrees with the idea of testing an animal if it's sick. If it's sick, you should definitely test it, find out the issue. issue. But there were definitely some good points made for the non-testing side. And it wasn't so much about non-testing, but more about our lack of understanding the things we're testing. And we're seeing that with the viruses that we currently have going on. Uh, one of them was that there are many viruses that fall in the same family of some of these viruses we worry about with our reptiles that are actually not harmful. So that your, your animal can have, but they're not a harmful virus. But when tested, they will pop positive for the virus you are worried about, even though it doesn't actually have it. And one of the issues was there's lots of people that have gone out and they've, they've killed collections because they tested positive and they killed the whole collection, which was probably an overreactment on some, on some points. But uh, it's a very good episode. You should go check it out. The two of them know what they're talking about when they talk about viruses. That's kind of their jobs. So listen to it with the idea that they actually know what they're talking about. Not the same as everybody else posts on Facebook that knows viruses, apparently. Because apparently everybody's a virologist. A what? A virologist. Is that what I'm they're telling called? you, watch the movie Don't Look Up. <laughs> I'm going to. We haven't done it yet. Oh, but my yeah. God. It is Everybody like has said it's great. A perfect parable for today. People give I mean, it goes as far as like these scientists are like, there is a fucking comet coming. It's an extinction level event coming <laughs> for Earth. And people are like, ah, it's just propaganda. Don't believe the scientists. Don't look up. Because oh the people are, because they're saying, just look up. You could see it. Yeah. And uh, that was the uh, whole thing is the don't look thing, up. The whole thing, don't yeah. look up. But it's a, you should definitely listen to that. I liked it. One point they made was uh, that people don't want to 
don't want to test because they're afraid of the stigma of being tested positive and nobody buying from them ever again, uh, which is which is something that happens, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I, I think we should be okay with talking about the negatives and realizing that everybody goes through them, whether they mention them or not. Everybody's had, you know, mites. If they haven't, give it time. You'll probably get them. Um, everybody's had an animal or two. If you had enough of them, and over time, just die. You know, yep. it happens. And sometimes and it's it's never the twenty dollar normal. No, they're no, like, of course not. It's always the seven thousand dollar snake you have. Yes, I've never had a seven thousand. <laughs> well, it was just a number. I That's a very big number. I, I, I have a couple of four thousand dollar ones that every time I go in there, I'm like, oh, still alive. Thank God. <laughs> now start fucking. Yeah, they're not quite big enough yet. He is. She's not. Get bigger and start fucking. But so yeah, the that episode is really good. I oh I watched the new Snake Discovery episode. They went to everyone is going to Costa Rica. I guess it's the one place it's open that everybody can go to and herp because they went there. Uh, Dave Kaufman went there. There's a group of Girl Scouts going in June. Joe's not old enough. I was super bummed. Girl Scouts are going there. <laughs> Adam Wickens went there. We have another uh, comment on the what did you get for Christmas? Chris Burns said he got a snake hook and some vines for the geckos from one daughter, a Steve Irwin Funko Pop from another daughter, and cool. a couple of tortoise books. And this tortoise shirt for my wife. And that tortoise shirt is pretty cool. That's a cool shirt. Yeah, it's like the moon and the tortoise is up on a rock and it's uh, like a pride rock almost. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of Steve Irwin Funko Pops, if anybody that's watching online, you can see I got all four Steve I Irwin I knew he Funko was going to say that. Because they're I'm super proud of them. You got, should be. I got Your the, awesome wife bought them all for you. She did. I got the dog, the snake, the crocodile. The fucking the turtle. sea turtle is a bitch to hunt down too. The dog came like Two months earlier than, or a month earlier than it was supposed to come. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, they went to Costa Rica. They're talking about snake discovery. They went to Costa Rica and they did a whole episode on inverts. And you're like this, Katie. Guess what they found in Costa Rica? What they find? Halloween crabs. What? Wild Halloween crabs. That's cool. They also, I didn't realize. I like this, Halloween I've crabs. Never, I've never watched um, moths go through the change, but they found this giant moth that had just come out of cocoon with these little tiny wing nubs. Like they weren't full wings apparently when they come out all the liquid and all the whatever in their abdomen has to go into the wings and it causes the wings to get bigger so over the rest of the night they kept going back to this tree and you could see the moth wings getting bigger and bigger each visit until they were like full-size wings that's kind of cool which is kind of cool because i've never seen that before oh and i didn't mention on the last one i talked to you about it i didn't mention the new snakes that, that emily got over there at the at snake discovery we talked about they got the whole collection of indigos oh yeah there was an entire class. I forget how many indigos it is, but they're all adult, huge indigos. And then they got two of Robert's favorite snakes that he does not own that he wants, which were black milk snakes. Yep. I'd love to get some black milks. Those are, again, I talked about before. I don't understand why there's not more of them in the hobby. I, I, we've talked about it. I think it's because the babies don't start out black. Uh, they start out tricolored, but they turn black and they're bigger and thicker than a king snake. And they're really pretty. Uh, I think for anything animal really that we've had go on lately around here. You know, I'm never going to catch listeria from a salad. People are dying from listeria from bag salads. I'm never going to be one of those never. people. It's never going to be my problem. Never. I'm safe. Because I don't eat salads. Now if my... Where the fuck did that come from? I just popped up on my... Oh, okay. Just making sure. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> I just like to throw uh, a curveball in the conversation every once in a while. <laughs> I was going through some of the... Hey, there's Antoine. No, that's not Antoine. Oh, you're right. I read it wrong. Uh, I'm looking through some of the things on our Facebook group and there's a cool picture. A lot of pictures. Yeah. Lots Man, of I pictures. Haven't. One thing was cool. There was a video that got posted on there and a couple of people actually posted it. It was 
of a uh, pig nose uh, turtle hatching. Yeah, I saw that. That was cool. I did see that. Which like little like little ping pong balls they put in the water, and all of a sudden turtles come out of it. But I was trying to see what else was on there. Oh, there's a weird ass giant fuzzy. Oh, the giant fuzzy spider pillow that we had a weird awkward conversation about. Mm-hmm. I remember that now. There's a lot of stuff I should also read the Travis because Travis posts all this really like smart stuff that would probably make me smarter if I read it, but I just haven't. I can say that speaking of Travis, and we talked about Jason Miller out of it earlier. Our new podcast. I should be putting it out tomorrow. I'm 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 probably lying to you, but my goal is tomorrow if I can find intro music. I need to find some good intro music, and it will probably change because I'll probably find something I won't like. But I just want to get the episode out there. But Pint Size Reptile podcast will be coming out. Our intro episode will coming out tomorrow, and then. The plan is next week should be the In Blue podcast. That's cool. Their first episode should come out next week, the first week of January. And then from that point on, every other week, you'll get either a pint-sized reptile podcast or an In Blue podcast. They'll alternate week to week. And then we'll still be here every week. That's exciting. I'm very excited. We've The the fun thing about that versus this is I like this one, but those I can put like do like two or three in advanced. Yeah. Advance and then, and then put them out. So I know that I've already done one on rubber boas, which I love. And then I'm not, the third episode is going to be very interesting when it does come out. It's a monk. He, he used to not be a monk. He, he, wrote a, he wrote an exotic pets book in the 80s under a different name, but now he's a monk. And it was one of the most interesting and enlightening, enlightening conversations uh, I've ever had about the hobby. So I look forward to that one coming out probably somewhere around the end of January. I know it'll be somewhere. I just don't have not looked at the calendar and I don't feel like doing math, but it'll be there. I'm trying to see if there's anything else to talk about. There's a lot of stuff posted on here. Oh, I posted a, <laughs> there was a video. Did you see the video of the two tortoises humping next to the mm-hmm. leopard? No care whatsoever. I did. Leopard's just sitting there and the two tortoises are like, you know what? We're going to fuck right here. <laughs> and that leopard's like, I'm really uncomfortable. I saw that our friend Russell Southard yesterday had a sulcata laying eggs in his backyard yesterday. Uh-huh. In December. In December. Because that's how hot it is here, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, I like this one. Max posted an article that says, with tourism suffering, sea turtles are thriving in peace in, I'm assuming it's pronounced fuck it, but... Uh, Phuket, Thailand? Yeah. It was redhead. The picture was redheaded uh, tortoise babies. They couldn't find a sea turtle picture at all. Like... Oh, this will work. So, that was an interesting one. I, that's, that's always fun to see is like the the amount or the lack of work that people put into pictures for articles online. Yes. You'll see the wrong shit always on those articles. Oh, anyways. There was something else I'd want to talk about. I couldn't remember what it was. I don't remember. Katie. Oh, Katie said there's a saying that I've never heard. It was mentioned on a TV show the other day. <laughs> And it is herp-related in a way. And I want to know if anybody else has heard this besides Katie and the one person on this show. But it was talking about doing something hard. If you've got several things you got to get done. And there's something that you don't want to do. Doing that one first. To do that first. And Katie, what was the saying? You you eat the frog first. Have you ever heard that one, Robert? Never heard it. Never heard it. I've never heard that one. (laughs) Katie and the one person on the TV show. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I've heard that. The one's like, eat the frogs. What the fuck does that mean? I even came into the living room to explain it to you before she explained it on TV. <laughs> Never heard that one. So I just yeah. want anybody out there, let us know if you've heard. You do eat- the one thing you don't want to do first in your day, and then you have the rest of the day for and everything you want to do. you've ever called it, eat the frog, which 
sounds worse the more times I say it. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I mean, I've heard things like when you have a big task ahead of you to eat to same like the same way as eat an elephant one bite one at a time. time. Yeah, yeah, that I've heard. But Darren Watson never heard eat the frog either. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the camera has been shifted because I can't see the chat box anymore now. What are you talking about? The cam- the our camera. Uh, when I was I was fussing when I tried to get to my spot because it's been moved. I'm fairly certain Rachel pulled it. It may have been when she well, I've, I've moved it around several times, but no. I pretty much put it back where it was. No, it's not. I don't touch it. Uh, oh, this is our last week with our our stockings. It's also the last week for your December giveaway. It is. It is. If you're listening, you need to go to our Facebook page right now and comment on our pinned post at the top so you can win yourself a block of coconut bedding from Reptichip. God, and my brain is... There are days I'm worried. Uh, Emily Eminette says she's never heard of it, you're saying. I don't understand it like... I don't understand it. Like, don't people like to eat frogs? So how does that equate to doing something <laughs> so you don't want to do? <laughs> it's really funny that you say that. So the show that we were watching was Making It with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. I love Nick um, It's a crafting show. It's freaking hilarious because I love the two of them. I have to watch that because Nick Offerman's the best. When he, when he the, laughs, like genuinely laugh, laughs, it's... It's a stupid it sounding laugh. It makes my I'm sure. heart just happy. It's well, like, so I, great. I am him when I'm in Lowe's. When oh people come up, do you need I, any help? I know more than you do. I've, I just keep walking. I fucking it's, love it's the show. It's fun to listen to him like chime in on certain things because he know, everyone's used to his character he played on Parks and Rec. Right. And, but that's not that's, who he is. That's Well, it is and it isn't. He's not that harsh, but all the woodworking and crafting stuff that he does. That's 100% that's him. him. Right. And so like he'll give out like these weird, obscure facts about wood and woodworking and, and all this or stuff. A, or a creator. Or like yesterday, he taught somebody how to use a grommet tool. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best day ever. Nick Offerman just taught me how to use grommets. Like it was <laughs> it's it's just anyways. Third there's, also season, pictures, there's also pictures on the grommet package. I'll tell you how to use there are um, third season. We were we got caught up finally and we finished it. But he that was his reasoning, Emily. He was like, I don't think that's a very good saying. I enjoy eating frogs, so I would like to eat a frog first thing in the day. And so that was his argument because he had apparently never heard it either. It was a I can't say it's a southern thing because I don't know the two of us have never heard it. Yeah. We've lived in the South our entire lives. I don't know. So I think it's just a weird fucking thing that Katie and one other person have ever Amy heard. Polar. Amy Polar. I mean, it's that's kind it. of a famous person. <laughs> so she made it up and Katie heard it the one time she made it up. Is all I can figure. Oh goodness. Speaking of frogs, I have toads outside on December 28th. You had a skink Wait. run into your hand the other day. Oh, it was raining. Yeah, there was a little tiny... Uh, when it was raining. A little tiny skink was on the porch. I was like, I put my hand down and it just ran up into my hand. I but call the little baby a knoll. It, it, it rained for the first time. I don't know how long. All the lizards the and toads are still out and about in the yard. They won't be on Sunday. I hope they have somewhere warm to go. Probably our like garage. We, the weird thing is we could have gone herping on Christmas. Or tonight. Or, or tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, it's insane. Like gonna, I mean, all the snake ID groups have been busy as shit the last three or four Oh, days. I bet. Yeah. yeah, so I saw one, someone posted a, a Western Diamondback that they found. Someone have had a hog nose in their pool today. Today, right by the shop. So, and then we're going to zoo tomorrow. It'll be my first time going to the Houston Zoo. You'll I'm like excited. <laughs> we're taking your kid with us. I heard. Yeah, we are taking your kid with us. Uh, Rachel's probably going to come meet you when she's done mm-hmm. the Nella point. I'm not looking forward to sweating. On she was telling me that, and I was like, oh. So you went and played bingo yesterday while I was at work. And tomorrow you're going to the zoo while I'm at work. That's cool. Oh, I'm not saying nothing. I'm glad that I get to work hard so you guys can have fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I've never been there. And they have that new, I say new, it opened up 
Well, it opened this year. The Jaguar, the new Jaguar exhibit and all, which I think is a regular color Jaguar and not a not a Black Panther. Say that again. <laughs> the Jaguar, the, the oh, Black Panther. Yes. Thing. Oh, yeah. just inside joke. Say that. Oh, actually, Howdy's in Alabama. Where in Alabama are you? Howdy, uh, the Howdies are on like a cross country road trip. Have you yeah. not seen their Facebook? I saw something about it, but I still want to know where in Alabama she is. Because we're from Alabama. We are. So I'm curious when people go to Alabama. Oh. Let's see. Emily, speaking of warm weather, it is so warm. Snakes are all around my house, and my four-year-old niece found one and grabbed it. (laughs) It was nice to her, but I took it from her, and it must on her. Oh. That would happen to me. Yep. And it would probably bite me. The kid survives. It'd be nice and to everybody else. It's like, damn it. Well, it was like the night we went out herping and I found all those water snakes. And then the one fucking thing that must on me was the decay snake. I had a dog throw up on my foot today at the dog park. That's gross. That's gross. That's <laughs> Someone's dog would be getting kicked in the face. I can't help it. I've, it would, would have happened. The people were mortified. <laughs> she, the, the owners were absolutely like they froze and just looked at me and I was like, it's okay. So this is going to be a new thing for our family going to a dog park. And, uh, I'm used to being around reptile people. I understand reptile people. Dog, dog people, people are, are fucking crazy. <laughs> There's one woman at the dog park. She is fucking, you know, you know that kind of woman. The woman that will talk to anybody. Like, You're hey, like I bet she goes through a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> my God. My God. Oh my God. Yes. I know who those people are. Oh God. Anyways, this is she, she t- likes sandwiches. Y'all are weird. Uh-huh. But she had two dogs, and they were barking at everyone. And it was go, not an it was not a friendly bark. Like, hey, let me talk to you. Either it was like it was like a, if you get close to me, I might attack. And she just sit there go uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. I'm like, God, you're horrible. I need to take your dogs away. I did yell at them once at the dog. There was when a, they were barking at the children. There's a dog park in Clear Lake, and uh, several years back, um, there was the same type thing. This lady would bring this dog out all the time, and it was vicious and mean. And a guy brought his dog out one day and it attacked his dog. And he shot that dog and killed it right in the middle of the dog park. He walked right up. Holy shit. Done. It had his dog. It had his, I would do it if it was Otis. I'm not, I'm not, if that dog had Otis in his mouth, I'm fucking killing it. I've said that I would snap a dog's neck. The first day we went and he was like, all right, let's hope that I don't have to snap anybody's neck today. And I will say I was that crazy person in the kitchen and I was telling Joe thought I was talking to her. I was talking to Millie. I was like, don't you embarrass us when we go out there. So today. you know what I talked about the crazy lady? <laughs> uh, I slightly married someone that is yeah. on the way there. Well, we all know that. It's okay. Everybody loves me though. I guarantee you not everybody loves that other lady. Cause that's true. Her dogs do. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't, don't listen, to her, listen to her. There was one dog the other day that had a Frisbee and every time a dog would come near it, it just started growling. Like, that may not be there. Dog parks just seem like a disaster waiting to happen to me. I'm going to tell you what, though. Uh, Millie has been a totally different dog since we started taking her. Because at our house in Louisiana, we were on almost an acre. And she could go in our backyard, and she could run full speed and get her energy out. Yeah. And she hasn't been able to do that since we moved here. And, I mean, I assume dogs can also get depressed. But sure. Yeah. I mean, she has just not been herself. And I, uh... I felt bad for the one family. One family walked in with uh, two pit mixes, and the the husband was afraid to stay there with the dogs because he didn't want people to. What was happening? He, he was. Oh, so the the little one wasn't having it, but I mean, all the dogs were like four times bigger than yeah. her, so I totally get that. But then the older one, if you're familiar with pit mixes or any bully breed for that matter, they growl. They but it's not are mean. very vocal yeah. when they're excited and it's not necessarily aggressive. And our dog was over there with her and they were just playing, but they were 
in that. Yeah. Our dog yeah. only has one growl. And, and it sounds Yeah, it sounds ter- vicious. It sounds God. really vicious, but that's, that's her playful growl. Ashley and Steven are watching us on their phone in a Whataburger parking lot somewhere in Alabama. Nice. Yeah, Ashley just posted it under Fun. her. Uh, but yeah, but he, he was like, I just, we just can't. There's too many people here. We have to go. And yeah, like, he, they left. He was afraid people would think of his dog was vicious because he has a pit. And I've been there. Look, we've, we've had two pits and as our last two dogs are two of them if you don't count the little tiny rat ones that we've had uh <laughs> and both times if you take them out in public people will love on them the moment you say pit bull they back up like it's attacking them mm-hmm. but they loved they loved it two seconds ago it's a terrier well mix. the the dog that threw up on me today was a pit and when we got there and he saw millie the two of them spent a good 10 minutes running full speed and like doing the shoulder bump into each other and like trying to go for the front legs. And she finally found someone who like full on matched her. And then he came over and drank a whole bowl and of water and then threw up on my foot. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'll take the, the, it was the our water ball. The and, worst behaved dogs at that dog park God. have not been the pits. Oh gosh, no. They usually aren't. They've been the best. Uh, the little shepherd mixes are funny though. Well, no, the best was, I know this has turned into a dog podcast, but fucking no one gives a shit. Uh, <laughs> so we have two dogs. We have we have our pit mix, and then our, my daughter has a fucking rat. So it's like 40 yards long. It looks like a rat. She's like 12 feet tall, though. <laughs> when she stands on her back back legs. She can't yeah. reach the roof. It's, she's a strangely shaped she little dog. Really she's like, she's she really is. She's a choweenie, maybe? I don't know, but she's Worships small. the freaking ground our child small walks dog. on, though. Oh, my but gosh. There were no dogs in the in the big, because there's two. There's a small dog park and a big dog park. And so we brought the small dog over because the only ones there were our, do- do- our dogs. And then some other dogs showed up. And then this, uh, like, husky mix or whatever. It was like a husky German shepherd mix or something. It apparently thought that our small dog was a squirrel <laughs> or a rabbit. It was something. And it would chase it. And at one moment, it pinned it down. And our little dog yelped. And the pit turned around, started growling. <laughs> Millie straight was after. not having it. <laughs> she thought that it was attacking the small dog it and was, was about to kill their dog. And I was like, was, whoa. We're... That was the only moment that I've ever seen our dog do that. I was just like, oh, okay. We are protecting each other here. Uh, Emily says cat people are more crazy. I agree. Cat people are more crazy just in the sense they want to own a fucking cat. Well, that's because cats are crazy because they have so much personality. No, they're, that's one personality. Serial killer. That's all it is. (laughs) Serial killer covered in fur. The cats will kill you in your sleep if you're not careful. Like, they're, man. But she said a lady came in last week and brought in her cat, brought her cat to the fish wall at PetSmart and showed the cat the fish and started to describe the fish to the cat as if the cat understood I've never done that with Millie. I can honestly say I have not reached that point of crazy. Uh, if you do. This one looks like it would have tender white flaky meat. <laughs> as if it would be a little bony. This one would go well on crackers. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, fucking cat people. Mm, I'm allergic. I'm, I'm allergic to stupid animals. And apparently a rabbit. God bless it. Our friend Chris put out his Christmas episode the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. On. It was good. Cool. We posted that over on our, sing- uh, on our uh, podcast. On our I cannot talk tonight on our Facebook podcast. And then he had, I think he put out his other episode today. Didn't I said there was a post he's today a, about it, another one that's coming out. No, he, he's on another one. I thought. Oh, you know, he's on with MJ. Yeah, that's he's right. On MJ's. He's tomorrow. on Trap Talk. On Trap yeah. Talk tomorrow, which I, I, I'm going to say I've never listened to that podcast. Not out of like effort. I just, it's not, I'm assuming it's ball python based. I think so. Yeah. So. That's I really should me. listen to podcasts this week. I've been reading books and listening to audiobooks this week. Books. What a fucking nerd. And they're, they're not. Working. They're not. 
animal related. I do want Although to- I did read some cool animal poetry today because I'm I was prepping for my poetry unit next week and we found an, a funny one. Joe even laughed at it. It Which was means about it's probably not funny. No, it was if a little you bit. And Joe thought it, it had was a funny, snake. It had to do with a snake. It doesn't matter. I've seen the two of y'all it's- laugh at things that, <laughs> that are not funny. I mean, on a regular basis, we're entertained. So that's really all that matters. But it was a poem all about how this child's mother didn't want a dog. And it listed all the reasons why you shouldn't own a dog. And at the very end, the boy goes, well, it's too bad she didn't want the dog because she's definitely not going to want this snake. And that ended up being the pet that he got. It was pretty funny. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> Shut up, James. Somebody ask your opinion. <sighs> Anyways, one thing. Are I'm- there still? Sp- mm. uh, I have not seen babies, but I, I do have. I think that jumping spider up there actually has eggs. I totally thought that's what you were going to bring up with my mom here the other day, and I was about ready to throat punch you. Is she not good with spiders? No, no. that's the one thing she's like. I, that probably would have been a good thing. There's spiders. She'd left. Been great. No. <laughs> but no, I think one of my jumping spiders just laid its third clutch of eggs because it has closed itself up in its little like cocoon hammock I, area. I need to know how frequently this happens. Apparently all the because fucking time. It's been since you've gotten her, and she does not have a male with her. No, both, both so she's females. retaining all of this. Both females have laid three sets of eggs. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, at least it's not like Charlotte and. What? And she dies? She dies after she lays her eggs. That's true. What, what a fucked up way for that whole book or cartoon. My thing. students were devastated. Like, I gave everybody candy out of my treasure time, box. Like, we, loving this character, and you're like, oh, no, she's dead. So a lot of my third graders are like, we can't read chapter books. They're big and scary and they hate them. And I'm like, we're going to read Charlotte's Web because it's fabulous and everybody should read the, the book. We, we did watch the cartoon afterwards. Um, I've never seen it or read it. Spoiler really? alert. Really? Just joking. It's been oh. like 30-something 30, 30 like, years. I'm like, you grew up on a farm. I thought that was like a requirement for everybody that worked on a farm. <sighs> But so anyway, it's Charlotte's Web. Yeah, no. I don't think it teaches them how to farm well, pigs. I think everybody. No, I ha- I was the kid that was like, oh, they're gonna kill and eat those pigs. Cool, that's cool. what we do. That's what yeah. That's why. That's like, how we yeah. were At the end up of too. Old Yeller, I don't feel bad because the dog had rabies. I mean, it happens. Shit happens. Mm, see, Old Yeller, it doesn't get me anymore. Um, where my, the red fern where grows, grows that me. movie every time. Don't that today. No, fucks never with that my emotions. Oh look, Lana's late. I just I've never known Lana to ever be late to a Sunday morning at a show. Um, yeah, no, where the, I can vividly remember the first time I read Where the Red Fern Grows, I was in the eighth grade. It was Halloween. I finished it right before we had to go trick or treat. It took me like 20 minutes to get over the end of that book. It was brutal. And I still, I can't, I can't watch that. And I can't watch Homeward Bound. <laughs> I can't. I, uh, that book is the reason I got Redbone Coonhounds. Yes. When I was a kid. 100%. I absolutely. We knew someone who shows them, or still does. So she blames Lily. She still does. <laughs> Lily is not a morning person. No, I've heard. Y'all have a conversation about something happened on a screen that no one listening to this podcast yeah. understands. Oh, well, uh, this whole podcast is a hot mess. No, it's not. So <laughs> I went back. I wanted to do a. Uh, I wanted to look back at this past year, and, and in that I wanted to look back at because we were wondering when y'all's first episode was. And so I found it. The first episode where y'all became co-hosts because I've been through. A handful of co-hosts. If, you, if anybody's been here since the beginning, you know it. You've stuck with us the longest, though. I've stuck with everyone. People left me. I can't help it. I, You're an asshole. That's what it is. Maybe you need to look inside, James. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I'm here because I'm married to you. I'm okay Robert's an the asshole, reason though. we moved to Texas, if we're true. being honest. Uh, Your fucking fault, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
April has a new podcast too. Is it out? I yeah, think I, know it's coming. I think it is. All right, well, we'll get to that uh, in a second. Yeah. So uh, your first episode with me, the two of y'all, was episode 39. That was April's last episode, mm-hmm. which I miss April. We got to have her on here at some point. I we think do. I miss April. Um, she was at New Orleans. No, she was at Slidell. 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 Yeah, that's right. Oh, we God. Had, speaking of New Orleans. We had stuff uh, with our child. Freaking hotels for that show are going to make it almost not able to go. The Airbnbs are all 1000 or more dollars a weekend. Ugh. And the hotels are... Five to seven hundred dollars for that weekend. When is Mardi Gras? It's uh, after Mardi Gras because Mardi oh, Gras is okay. February. But it's like they said they, they won't do blocks. Lori said because there's still people living in hotels from the hurricane and workers out there. Oh. But I tried to. I looked on Booking.com, and I mean, sure, I could stay at a Super Eight or something. But I'm not taking my family there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could stay, stay in stay in Slidell. Yeah, maybe. It's not a bad drive. Drive across the yeah. bridge and be there. But Jesus Christ. Um, but y'all, do you know who your first, uh, y'all's first guest was? No. Joe. That was your second guest. Hold on. Travis Wyman. It was Travis. And that was oh. a disaster. The Travis Wyman was our, was y'all's first guest. We had a very bad connection issues that night. I remember. And, uh, oh, we did have Bill Bradley on when y'all were, that was very beginning when y'all first, who's your third one? Uh, it was Bill and Joe, Corey Martin was there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then came 2021. Uh, our first guest for 2021 was Graham Battison. Uh, and then Margaret Speed Frank Fanko. That was, oh, she had the stickers. I remember that. Those were those oh, really, yeah, yeah. Really cool stickers. Her and I are friends on Facebook now. Are you? We really are. So I don't like, re- I'm going to be straight with you. I don't remember. It was a long time I ago. Like, I don't even remember who our last guest was. Antoine. <laughs> Antoine. Okay, it was Antoine. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking over the past year. April was was. On. The only reason I remember that is because it's someone who liked to give James a lot of shit, and those people stand out in my mind. Let's be real. Uh, I know we had JT on at some point recently. Yeah. Uh, Sean Gray was episode Both 50. JTs. We had JT with mm-hmm. Reptigip and John Grant. So we're on and epi- Kelly Grant. We need to have Kelly and John on again. Yeah. yeah. It's been we're a while. So we're on episode 96 right now. And the first episode of the year was 47. Uh, going Feels through, like it. <laughs> Sean Gray was our episode 50. Lily, Lily and Alana were our episode 51. We should maybe have Joe on for episode 100. So we've already passed our one-year yeah. anniversary, Robert. We and guess. we didn't do anything special. No, it's okay. James, you are a horrible what? co-host. You should have done something special for us. We've put up with you for a whole year. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, and then we had Max on. Oh, episode 53 was interesting. That was the Winter Storm Roundtable where we talked to everybody yep. that went through the storm. God, that was a rough one. That was mm-hmm. tough. I, yeah, but it was, uh, I needed it. That was a, I think a I, lot of people A did. lot of people yeah. needed that. I think that's the first time I really talked to uh, Drew. Huff and Drew. Yeah. So, then we had Jay and Tanya on. Uh, Brittany Patchett. From Goliath Arachnids. Mm-hmm. That's I miss. I, I need to go to a show. What's, what's are we going to Longview? I don't know because I don't know when I have to be in Louisiana oh, for right. something. The hotels are super cheap in Longview. I can tell you that. If we go, we will have to take two vehicles because I can. If I don't have to be in Louisiana until Monday, I can leave Longview and just drive down. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, I miss. I haven't seen Brittany Patchett in a while. Uh, Chris Eaton was on an episode fifty six this year. We had Rob Christian on. I remember having Rob on. Mm-hmm. That was good. Uh, then John. John Grant and Callie Grant, episode 59. Uh, Derek Dykstra from the Rattlesnake Conservancy. That was a good one. I enjoyed talking about rattlesnakes. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Uh, then we had Joe Phelan on. And then Travis Wyman, yet again. Uh, was that the episode? He's a good go-to for us. The, the, we can always the find close, something to talk to about him. There are no hotels available in West Wego that weekend. Jeez. The closest one is the Comfort Inn in Marrero, and it's $634 for the weekend. Jesus. Holy oh, we had crap. The on. We had the Howdy's on in May. Um, Jesus, 
the Town Place Suites is $1,096 for two nights. <laughs> Still over there with the... the... In Metairie. Who the fuck wants to stay in Metairie? Oh, we had Drew Schultz on from the Learning Zoo. You talked about going to the Learning Zoo soon. Yeah, so they're having an event. Oh, I was actually going to see if Robert wanted to go that Monday. Um, but it's um, Martin, Luther, Martin King Luther King Day, so we're out of school. Okay. But they're doing private tours throughout the day. It's $15 that. a person, and I figured um, that actually might work out great if Robert goes, because then you could ride with Robert, and Joe and her friends could ride with me, and then you don't have to be in the car with them for an hour. I'm sure Rachel and Logan will want to go. Yeah. yeah. I'd much rather ride with y'all than a bunch of little girls. <laughs> uh, we had Ryan McVeigh on this year. That was great. We talked about VivTech, which I've loved my VivTech light bulb. <coughs> great. And he's been doing lots to advance that. Oh, we did the Conroe episode. That was a fun one, recording uh, several people at the Conroe episode. That was different, recording at the show. It was fun, though. Like, I had a good time. I need to get one more mic, and then that stuff will be so much easier. Oh, I forgot. We also had the the Ball Python Genetics Project people on. That was fun. Where we talked about them testing the different things. Tell Chris to fuck off. Uh, we had Nick Mutton on. You weren't here for Nick Muttons. No. No, you were at camp. Yeah. yeah. We had Corey that night. We had Corey. I watched that one from the office while I was editing pictures. Mm-hmm. We've had our buddy Jason Miloradovich. <laughs> Rachel's been on. Sean's been on way too many times. Terry Hearing. I loved that one. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't here Rachel for that one either. Terry. Terry's Terry was right next to me at Slidell, and he ended up going to dinner with us and stuff in Slidell. He has the best stories. Yes. Oh, I love listening yeah. to, to those. Uh, I enjoyed our genetics episode this year. We did the Warren Booth and Travis, Dr. Travis Wyman. We did both of them on there. That was great. Just man, it's we did a lot this year. We did. We had Adeline Robinson, who's been killing it this year as far as being on Facebook and her coverage and everything. Because I mean, her art's amazing and it pops up all over my stuff. It's great. We had the Hottoberfest. Speaking Hottoberfest. Speaking of her, I actually gifted some of her art to my sister-in-law. Yeah, the Loki for Christmas. Loki it was a Loki one that she did, and my sister-in-law was like, "This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen before." I was like, "Check out her art because you're gonna love all of her stuff." Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody's looking for a gift to give a reptile person, find Adeline Robinson on Facebook and anything on there a reptile person would love to have. It's super yeah. realistic. Uh, and so, it worked out in my favor because my sister-in-law also worked at the zoo with us when we worked at the zoo in Louisiana. So she's got the zoo background so as well. Today. Oh yeah. But, um, look, we did some 3d carving and 3d carving a frog. Oh, that's so cool. Which means we can 3d carve some other stuff that yeah. we have ideas for. That's gonna, neat. I'll post a photo of that later, but we decided to have all that I foam like layer around. I said, let's try it. And it came out. Really, really it's, it takes a while to carve, but yeah. it's it's great. Yeah. Uh Hot Toberfest. Uh, I really you loved that. I did. We had Dr. Spencer Green on. He was he hilarious. was really awesome. Which He's everybody hilarious. gets tickets for the Venom Houston Confer- Venom Conference. Houston Venom Conference next year. But you can get your tickets now. We need when to get tickets is that? for that. Uh I forget, but we need to get tickets for that. I I'll think it's during, I think it's a show weekend in Louisiana, but that's still it is. there. Um, and then we had Brent and Chris on from Venom Life. Uh, we had Nathaniel Frank from M Toxins Venom Lab. That was a great one. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Jason Brumley was on, and Jared Dole was on. And then we had oh, that might be a you by yourself. Why? Because it's the first weekend in June. It's the Lafayette show, but I may or may not be at Girl Scout camp. Well, I don't want to go by myself. That'd be boring. The week before, we'll be I may be home. I don't know. We had our buddy JT Tomlinson on. And then we had Bill Bradley on. Bill Bradley was on twice this year. Yep. Camp a lot during the summer. And we had Audrey on. We talked about frogs. That was, and then we had Antoine. That's our year. We had a lot of folks on this year. And uh, my goal is to try and get a large amount of different people on next I, year. 
I feel bad that night Audrey was on. I was just, I hadn't slept in like two nights and I was flat exhausted and I just couldn't absorb anything. I got really excited about dart frogs. You did. And uh, it will be happening at some point. This oh, year. yeah. That's actually my next, what I was about to ask you is what do you want to see happen in your personal collection, our family collection over the next year? Uh, I, I want to get dart frogs. I want to try my hand at a full, like, bioactive planted dart frog one. Um, as far as my collection, I, I do want to get more. I mean, I want more Samboas. Okay. I want Gina more. is cooking at Lafayette again. Yes. <laughs> Y'all ate a shit ton of that gumbo. That gumbo. I mean, you yeah. say that like it's a bad thing. No, I'm just saying. Every time I looked up, Robert was like, hey. I mean, Logan, we go had like. Gumbo. Go get some gumbo. Logan I mean, was like, can like, I? And I'd have to give him extra five because he wanted a bowl too every time. Oh, well, yeah. It was it was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Emily says she loves the episodes that were out of the house, like the opening of the shop. Y'all should definitely do more of that. Those so are fun. I uh, Good news. The reason I kind of want to do a, a re- review of the year is to look forward to next year. And I've already talked. I made sure I messaged Michael Pinnell, our buddy Michael Pinnell, because uh, if anybody's coming. God, I got to book, a, ho- I gotta book yes. a hotel that weekend. The weekend of the NARBC Arlington, which is the February. The 12th and 13th of February. Uh, we're going to actually be there with our buddy Michael Pinnell. He's got a spot for us to set up. And we're going to be doing interviews. The, the, he's calling it The Pit. And we're going to do interviews from the from Arlington. It's going to be great because Robert won't have a table there. He's not he's not vending, so he'll actually get to like hang out and talk. Uh, Katie will get to hang out. Yes, Bergoli. We know we hate fruit flies. I do hate fruit flies, but Bergoli, Audrey said she would go ahead and culture them for me, and I'll just get them from her. And that that's she's going to do all the work for him. Let's yeah. be real. But uh, so <laughs> if you can make it to NARBC Arlington, come by and see us at the Python and the Pear Tree booth. And we can maybe have you on for a few minutes, talk to you a little bit. That's, that's going to be a fun one. That's a, it's a big show. I've never been to that one. We've been to Tinley, uh-huh. but we've never been. You've never been to Arlington either. You've never been to like a big reptile show, right? No. I mean, Conroe's big, but like like the NARBC show. No, I haven't. Um, so we are going to try to do more. I am going to try and uh, for Conroe, I am still going to try and take the equipment and do that one because that's where we get to see a lot more people. But I enjoyed doing those little 15-minute uh, interviews with people at shows. So, yes, uh, we will try and do more of that this year. Um, Robert, what, what are your, your hopes for, I guess, your business? Or, I mean, because your collection is really Rachel, but for your business for this year. Or what do you want to see Logan and Rachel accomplish with the collection that is housed at your house? <laughs> I want them fuckers to start paying for themselves. Breeding. <laughs> yeah. I, as Let's make a, some babies. As sell a spouse, some babies. I 100% understand yes. and agree and sympathize with that statement. I will have Sambo babies at Conroe. So I have a spreadsheet of every snake we've ever purchased, right? And I, they all have how much next one, but I've never hit the auto sum button at the bottom because I didn't want to know. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> but I did it the other day. And it's not nearly as much as some have invested, but um, they need to start. Yes. Keep. I mean, we got a whole clutch of rainbow boas in there. Mm-hmm. James. That somebody won't sell. They won't be gone for a while. I know. Frank I, and Boa didn't make it. We're losing. We're losing income here, man. They gotta pay for themselves. Difference is, this is a hobby. I already go into it. No, I'm gonna lose money. I have Samboas at Conroe. So normally, there's Samboas at least a litter of babies that pays for like food also, for the next. We year. also had a move. We did, which really screwed up a lot of stuff. <laughs> Anybody else that's ever had to move an entire collection that really sets you off, sets you back just because it takes a while for you to get settled along with your animals to get settled. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. 
And it was like a four hour move. Like it was a four and a half hour drive. Yeah, which may not seem like, but it's, it's once a, you factor in stops, it was easy a six hour drive. And uh, and then once you get here, you gotta get them all set up. It's yeah, and it's a completely different setup in the new house and all. But uh, I do want to get settled back in and get some of my projects going. I've got uh, some boas that I'm raising up. I've got some boas that I'm very excited about raising up. Uh, it's, so that's gonna be like a two or three year project out from where I am now. But um, and then I've got some stuff in the works with possibly Rachel for ball pythons and boa projects that we've got kind of going. So like I don't even know what we really have anymore. I I I don't have time to go in the snake room anymore. As much as I love the snakes, yeah. Um, I, I she'll start telling me about it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> sounds sounds great. You, you are speaking control. to my soul right now, Robert. You because just I, don't, I don't even, even know what's in there anymore. Like, what uh, business wise though for you? What are you hoping to accomplish over the next year? I know you've had to think of some ideas that you've got planned that you want to accomplish. I want to do a million dollars in sales next year. You think that's feasible? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I think it could be done. It's going to be. I say that, but <clears throat> if things keep going like they're going with supply chain, price increases, um, et cetera, et cetera, it's going to be hard enough just to stay in business. Yeah. Um, it is. You luckily. Uh, another rat company to go out of business recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, some shady shit happened, but they did go out of business, which opens up if anybody needs a rack and the recent company that went out of business was supposed to make you one. Yep. You can always, always call Lone Star. But the one thing that you uh, do have going for you is supply chain is an issue for some things. Correct. I have plenty of PVC. You got plenty of PVC. Now it's heat tape and tubs. <clears throat> but that's hitting everyone. It is. Uh, I mean, I can get most of the tubs. The problem is, is now the prices have doubled yeah. on a lot of the tubs. And I'm, I mean, I was looking today at um, my tub supplier sent me a new price list yesterday and I opened it up and I've literally emailed him back and I'm like, is this a typo? <laughs> because some of those tubs are, that were five, six bucks a year ago are $25 now. Yeah. Um, and I understand this, you know, plastic is just through the roof. Polycarbonate. Psh- I'm not even going to offer the polycarbonate tubs anymore. Good, they're a bitch to take apart when they're stuck together. They 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 cost they would cost more now than the PVC would for the rack. That's insane. It is crazy. I just had to bring uh, 18 of them in. But you've got some other other products that you're planning on doing over the next. Year so we so. built some cages yesterday. Um, worked out some kinks on some stuff. So some I've got very, a couple of two a couple of two footers. I got a two by two by some one. Very bank account friendly cages. Yep, a two by 18 inch by one. Um, cage that you know they're kind of prototypes they work great I'll probably let them go relatively inexpensive <clears throat> but my goal is I'm going to make cages that I can uh, the a customer can easily assemble themselves yeah and that I can produce quickly um, you know some one of my friends has a an, another cage company and he's kind of got the market on custom stuff and you know Super high-end cages. Which are very nice cages. He does a great job at that. Um, You know, I'm aiming the arrow at a different different customer. Yeah. Um, Well, That being said, I will not have them at shows. He and I have an agreement that he brings cages, I bring racks. Um, It's a gentleman's agreement. It's worked out really well for us for the last two years. Well, and this Uh, is kind of a a reaction to there's another cage builder out there who everyone knows has a very long wait time. Correct. And people get fed up with that. And so now there's another option. Well, the good thing about cages, like these cages is, I, as long as I have PVC and I have acrylic or glass, yeah, that's all I need. 
I can, I can, I can build a stack of these cages and have them all boxed up and ready to go. And the goal is to you order them and I ship them out the next day. So, so your big goal this year, I think, is to streamline that whole process, yes, yes. whether it's racks or cages. Um, I hope to be completely caught up on orders by the end of January. Yeah. Um, that's the plan. Um, I might have to eat beans and rice for a little while and ramen noodles. Hey, we've been eating ramen for a while. So. But It's because we've uh, been home and I refuse to order out for lunch every day. But I, uh, I hope to be completely caught up by the end of January. That way, you know, sometime late February, early March, I could start offering some quick ship items. Like I want to have some of my more popular racks built, boxed, and ready to go. You order them, they go out the next business day. Yeah, none of this cool. waiting uh, uh, eight months to right. get your stuff in. That, like that's the goal. Um, those will be racks with no tubs. You'll have to order your own tubs. You know, I'll tell you what vendor to order them from. Um, they'll have the heat tape and such, but you'll have to order your own tubs. And obviously there will be a price difference between that and one with tubs. Correct. Oh, so yeah. if you're at a show and you're seeing one with tubs, yeah. uh, that price for the quick ship will be less. Right. But you'll be responsible. for. You'll getting. actually get the rack faster than you'll get the tubs probably. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so. But on that, uh, please don't be the person that's breeding snakes and then has eggs and the eggs hatch in two weeks. And I had one like, today. Hey, can you get me a rack? I had one of those today. All the time. Message me. Stop doing that. I've got snakes coming out of the incubator in about 10 days. Do you have any hatchling racks built? Yes. I have to <laughs> I do. Now, I, now, another person ordered one today or bought one today that I had. Um, a, a little custom weird thing we had. But um, yeah, I like sorry. the colubrid racks you were doing. The little baby colubrid racks. Yeah. Darren Watson says, I need something 24 by 12 by 12 lightweight for tarantulas. You're talking in like acrylic or in PVC? James Rigoli says that you can give up one rainbow boa for the shop. It's not happening. <laughs> rainbow boas will I tried not, rainbow I tried. boas will not be leaving my house for at least another six months. Oh. So I mean I fuss and complain. I'll never go in that room, so I really don't even know what Emily to saw you took a selfie. I know it wasn't very good though, so I I trashed it. <laughs> I was gonna post it on our Facebook page. Well, if you were going to, hey, we're taking a selfie, we both could have prepared for it, and it would have been a good selfie. Oh, no. It was just, I was shaky, so it was blurry. You got the shakes. I need to go eat. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. So that's the next year for the business. For Katie, you have any, anything you want to do the next year, reptile-related? Um, Yeah. I want to add to my school collection. Do you want to start feeding your home collection? Um, I've been feeding my home collection. No, that's the ones that I have to feed? Do you want to feed them? No, that's your job. Fucking feed your snakes. Yeah, but they're your job. But they're not in my snake room, which makes it a pain in the butt. Well, then I have to go to other places in the house. That's what I need. I need snakes. I need more tongs for feeding, more okay. uh, forceps for feeding. I'll get another rack and you can put her in there. I wonder where I can get in a rack at. Oh, another rack. I think I know a guy. I do actually need another rack. I'm, but I need it with vision tubs. I need another vision tub rack. Why? So it matches everything else? Because, well, yeah, that's all the tubs I use. Yeah. But I've got some stuff that are moving that need to move up from the 18s into the 35Ss that are getting bigger. So, I need new racks. Sounds like a good birthday present for the end of January. Yeah, that's true. If only we knew somebody. Fucking Harris County Toll Road Authority drives me insane. <laughs> they just occasionally will just delete your credit card out of the system. And oh. then it doesn't renew your balance. I just got a text message that said you have... Um, a negative balance and violations due. Open it up. It's $269. Jeez. Well, that's not encouraging because I just got my easy tag in the mail today. That's the second time. Not that's the happened, tag. But... The 
the little sticker. There's no window. Sticker. But you figure I have two toll booths between work each way, mm-hmm. and then the 288 toll road is the exit is a toll, and and you take the toll all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it takes way too long to get there without taking the toll road. Darren's he needs something acrylic. The problem with acrylic, Darren, is shipping. And uh, the the other stuff that the PV stuff is going to be PVC is going to be shipped flat pack and then you put together. The acrylic has got to be done uh, in house because of the glue. It's got to be glued together. But maybe you can make a trip to Texas. Come on down. Anybody else? Anybody else? Is that it? Anybody else? Um, no, I have a lot of stuff planned for the year, but not a lot of it's reptile related. And I do. Uh, you have plans for tomorrow, but um, what's, t- what's tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we're going to the zoo, but our child is also going to be interviewing you and asking you a handful of questions because she wants to work on her animal habitats badge. Oh, okay, fun. Girl Scout cookies are coming up soon. That'll be fun. Yeah, we gotta learn new Girl Scout cookies because there's new well, it's the same. Cookies, it's just different the, names. we have a different baker, so it's different names. But they also they don't do pre orders here. Like you just order however many cookies you think you're gonna sell and then you have to sell them. It's a little concerning. I haven't yeah, I don't know yet how I feel about this. Um I would we would like to hear from listeners. If there's anybody in the hobby that interests you that you'd like to hear from, let us know and we'll reach out to them and see if we can have them on. Again, we're not a full we're trying to get away from being a full on interview podcast and more again back to uh the hobby and just kind of tips and what's going on currently in the hobby. Yeah. Or like what podcasts do they listen to or what books do they read or I would like to reach out to the Reptile Entrepreneur like Podcast. I'd like to have him on. I don't know what his actual voice sounds like, not on one and a half speed though. Because <laughs> that's all I listen to. Is one and a half speed. That is so. True. I think if I were to have them on and talk to them, it would be very weird because it's a lot of folks. I'm like, I don't know what their voice is. Not sped up one and a half times. That's hilarious. Um, but I'm still trying to catch up on that one because there's a lot of inter- interesting stuff on the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, I should listen to more podcasts. They're very easy. I got new headphones for Christmas, which makes it easy. I used them in the shop. I got uh, AirPod Pros. And I used them right next to the machine while the machine was running, and the noise cancellation thing works great. Yeah. And I was able to listen to a podcast and hear oh, it. That's good. That's another reason I got you the pros and said, because they have the noise cancellations and the other ones don't. They are awesome. Good. So I was listening to uh, on the Reptile Entrepreneur. The lady at the AT&T there. store laughed at me. Why? Because I said, I need those headphones that go in your ears. <laughs> And she goes, the AirPods? I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Those headphones that go in your ears. I don't like headphones like that, so I don't know anything about them. I want something that's going to cover my entire ear when I put it on my head. I don't want something that I, oh, have I to love stick these. down in my ear. But those those make it so much easier just to like be able to do stuff. No, they hurt my ear. That's why they come with several different types of... Uh, it doesn't part. matter what type... I, you got weird ears? I have weird ears. Weird ears, people. With the textbook perfectly shaped eardrum i've been told that on multiple occasions when i go to the doctor it's a weird thing for a doctor to tell you yep they're like did you know that you have almost a perfectly shaped eardrum awesome take the fluid out of my ear let's move on with our day um i do hope to get my new tortoises set up tomorrow i'm looking forward to that we'll post lots of pictures my tortoises set up in their new cages tomorrow we will post i'm gonna post lots of pictures just don't people also see it's an awesome uh cage design that robert and i we kind of designed together and robert's kind of perfected and uh, I'm looking forward to giving my tortoise way more room to walk around in. Um, so that'll get done tomorrow. As far as this year, animal-wise for me, I'm going to raise up these rainbow bows and figure out which ones I'm keeping and which ones I'm selling. Sell those at some point. Uh, I want to get some more sand boa mores. I kind of want to get some, talking to to Jason Milorinovich, I want to get some more rosy boas. 
because I've only I had just, the same kind of Rosie Bows for forever. I just um, didn't have a good experience with Rosie Bows. Really? She's just the one I had was just super uh, much an asshole, like big time. I mine kind of bite, but I never handle them, which is probably another issue. But uh, but there's some really pretty like albinos because I love the bright oranges and reds you can get in some of them. Yeah, they're pretty. And so, so like some of the coastals and some of the other stuff. So I think that's another thing I want to do this year. And then I've also got to get a female black Russian sambo at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can get an elusive type of sambo that I really really want. As far as I'm going to go. But if it happens, I will tell everybody the moment I get it. I'm super excited about that. I have a, a a connection that I'm hoping pans out. But that is kind of my goal for the year as far as snakes. Uh, I have some, I have some like personal projects that are like crafting, quilting related that are also reptile related. And designs that I've had for the last few years that I would like to finally accomplish. And some different things that I'd like to do for other people. Not really anything for me. You could make something that could be a giveaway. I offered that. Yeah, but it's something cooler. You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, that's that's all we got at this point. Uh, this past year has been fun. I'm glad that y'all have been here. I'm glad we did get, we, I guess we didn't talk about it. We moved. That was a big thing that really happened this year. That's actually, I've seen on my Facebook a lot today. It's been, you know, what's one positive thing you can say from this year um, and I've seen everything from like a friend of mine lost 60 pounds. I've lost 40. To someone else was like, honestly, I didn't have a big breakdown, which I thought was going to happen. I'm like, hey, small victories, because as someone who has breakdowns frequently, right. so I get that. We talked about looking for the next year. What is something that you are very proud of that happened this year? We moved to Texas. We moved and it was successful and we didn't lose any animals in the process. And we are both on the right track to getting certified to teach here in Texas. Yeah, I passed my test the other day. And this is the Before. happiest I've been in a long time. Yeah, you love your, school, your new school. You love that new school. Yes. Uh, that's definitely happens you've been for a while. I've seen. Um, I like my like school. other people are noticing that I'm happy. I don't dislike my school. I like my school. It's it's worked out. Uh, uh, my test scores were better than everybody else's. So that made me feel good. <laughs> Your test scores were fucking rock star test scores. You should be so proud of yourself. Oh, well, I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, the move. I've been very happy about the move. Um, don't get me wrong. We lived in Louisiana for seventeen years. Yeah. Fuck. I miss a lot of people there on a very regular, frequent basis. Yeah, we, was it seven? No, one seventeen. It was uh, 10, four, 15 years. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, it was, it's the longest I've lived in one place. It was almost the consecutively longest that I've uh, ever lived. It was short by like three uh, years. I, I miss my house. I do miss. Our I house. do miss my house because it's an awesome house. I miss the kitchen. Um, but it's been <laughs> like a very I good know day. that's so in, silly, in, but I'm this, so. I was very surprised we made the move. One, we don't tend to make big moves like that, uh, but that is definitely thanks to Robert. You and I do not make big changes, period. I don't like big changes, and this was a big one, but it's worked out great. Since we've been here, I've been to several concerts, thanks to going out with Rachel. Uh, we went to basketball, we took Joe to a basketball game, we took her down yeah, to... Yeah, we, uh, we're going to be buying tickets for another one soon. They might be too. It's a Star Wars night. Oh, that's cool. Basketball game. Yeah. So that's another thing is getting to go to basketball that we wouldn't have got to do in central Louisiana because there's nothing. Uh, we took her down to that little uh, fish, wildlife fisheries aquarium. That was the tech, the Sea Center, Texas. Yeah, that was cool. That is, and it's free. It's really? it's free. Like yeah. they ask for a donation. I had two dollars cash on me. I dropped it in the jar. It's I think we spent really like nice. fifteen bucks in the gift shop. It's a really nice place. They got like 
big ass uh, tarpon and stuff. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, so that was fun. We ate at a Carl's Jr. that day. Yes, God. <laughs> Is it the only Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's? So they don't have Hardee's over here, and I love Hardee's. James loved it. Um, but no, the movie that we've done a lot of things, and and we've really barely scratched the surface of what can be done around here. There are so many things in this area uh, because we live here, and we can, we're a lot closer to friends. Like this Friday, we're going over to Sean and Lori's for New Year's Eve, which we would not have done if we were still in Louisiana. Mm-mm. Um, so that's great. We'll get to spend New Year's Eve with everybody and hang out and have fun. So I've really enjoyed this move. Uh, Robert, for you, what is a big thing that you've, that you've had, you've done or has had, has happened? What? Ryan Cox, that'll never happen. We <laughs> mean she's right. He says, right. at what point in 2022 will James admit Katie is right? It's a moment it happens, I guess. <sighs> It's a rare occasion. Uh, like, oh, Darren says I still haven't been hog hunting. I have not been like hog hunting. Like three times in like the last 17 years, I think, that I've been right on something. Uh, Darren, I haven't done a lot of things nature-related yet because I have to be here six fucking months before I can get any sort of license for anything. Yeah. And just so I can be legal for all that shit, I'm, I'm waiting till six months. And then I'll, you'll have heard tons of stories of hopefully fishing and Robert can take me hunting for the first time because I've never actually been hunting hunting for anything other than like shooting a bird out of the tree when I was little, which is really fucked up now that I look back at it. Uh, but I've got like three more months, I think, in purgatory. No, in January. Okay. Yeah. In January would be six months. So, mm-hmm. Unless they say it has to be six months since your Texas license, if that's the case. I think I can show my uh, address. Like, uh, like our lease agreement that shows we moved in in June? I think. I think you can. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, you're good. We do, however, have appointments because in Texas, you've got to get your car inspected and then... Get you can apply plate. for a license plate for your car, and mm-hmm. then you get your driver's license, which is the weirdest shit I've ever heard of. But yeah, I've always just gone and got my driver's license. Whenever and then did second. everything else. So, because um, I tried to make an appointment for I'm that, that over this I've, break. I've got plans for a cool license plate for my truck. I'm excited about that one. I can tell you about it because I don't want it to be stolen. But uh, so yeah. Anyways, what have you done this year that you're super proud of? Uh, moved into the shop. And yes. then expanded to the other shop next door. You got your machine. You got the CNC machine. We have two shops full of PVC. Two shops full of PVC. Things that you did not foresee being happening. Oh, no. I mean, this time January. last year we were. I was this time last year I was leasing time on a CNC machine. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're building the racks in my kitchen. Yeah, because I was. We were still living in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You had just come onto the podcast a couple months prior. And so I remember all that. That was a lot has happened in a year for your business. That is. Yeah. And there's a lot that I think is going to happen over the next year. It's really going to grow quickly. I think you're going to outgrow those two shops pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, I need about 10,000 square feet. Yeah. That's what I'm going to need. And right now I have three. Yeah. It's, That's counting the office space. I mean, between too. storage area for the PVC you have, between storage area for racks that you plan on having pre-built for other projects that you'll have planning and yep. signs and all that. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's going to be big. So yeah. I think it's going to be a big year for Lone Star Reptile racks uh, outside of just the racks. Yep. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a year. Uh, we will see. I'm, I'm done assuming that the worst is over <laughs> with every year since 2019. So at this point, it's been a year. Next year will be another year and we'll make it through it. Um, hopefully healthy. That is the goal. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got. I that this was our year in review, kind of our look forward to what's happening next year. Uh, I hope to have lots of interesting guests. I think I already I got to double check with a guest. I had a guest lined up for next week. I got to make sure they're still good to go. But hopefully that is 
going to happen. Um, but that's it. Anybody else have anything else to say? No. No. It's been a fun year. Yeah. Look forward to this next year. And hopefully it will be. People like me. They really like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look forward to February at Arlington. That'll be a lot of fun. I think getting to sit there, microphones, all this setup, and just hang out. Um, meet a lot of folks in person that we don't normally get to see at our We our will shows. have shirts by then. That is my goal. We will. I've got plan. I've got, yes. We have shirts. I just don't have where people can easily get to them. Yeah. But I will. All right. So uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening for this this past year. Thank you all for listening for the past 96 episodes. Those of you that have made it from episode one to this. Um, it's It's been a lot. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know. It's it's a lot. I, I I've got to say, a weekly podcast is is a lot, but I enjoy it. It's it's fun, and uh, oh, Robert, that was for you, for the oh, awesome the Ouija. Board, I think it was the Ouija board one. Mm-hmm. So, thank y'all for listening. We will be back next week. We took one week off last week. We are back next week in, in a new year. In a new year in 2022. So so stay safe this weekend. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive, and then for the next uh. Two weeks, you'll write the date down wrong. So enjoy that. Enjoy writing 21 and having to scratch it out all the time. So, good night. Oh, if you want to get a hold of us, real quick. If you want to get a hold of Robert. LSReptileRacks.com Yeah, if you don't know by now. Yeah. Also, no stupid questions, please. Just just think it through. No stupid questions. Darren, there will be shirts. I've been harassing him, Darren. He claims there was a screw-up. There was. I had it set up, and then I fucked shit up. But it's coming. It is coming. Uh, I have not done a lot over the break other than... I will... The first week of the break, I had a tooth removed that I did not plan on having yanked out. He had major oral surgery. I've had a molar removed from my face. My first surgery ever. he had to be put under for. First time I've ever been put under for anything either, which was very interesting to go from there to... Just not there. Like I was. You were so coherent when you woke up, though. It was a slight disappointment. I'm not gonna. Yeah, there was no like drunk me making stories and stuff. Because I saw something the other day. It was a video on Facebook uh, where the girl walks up from wakes up from surgery. She's walking out of the dentist office and she's afraid that the fish are drowning in the fish tank. Yeah, no. You were a little more giggly. Like you found things a little more funny, just slightly. No, I just have a better sense of humor than you. No, it's just different. Um, and you kept wanting to hold my hand on the ride home. I'm so sorry. And no, 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 no. no it was done. just, it I'm was not, a little. I'm not going to hold you anymore. It was a little hey, more than hey, normal. Hey, can you shut it over there? That was the. the men are talking. That was the. So. Oh, boy, I will take this flip flop off. <laughs> oh, if you want to get a hold of us, it's uh, the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or at gmail.com. Again, if there's anybody you're interested in listening to or want us to interview, you've heard on other podcasts, and you want to hear some other points of views about stuff, let us know. We'll reach out to them. Uh, don't forget about our giveaway this month. Please go over and make a comment. It's pinned on our Facebook page. You can win you a, a breeder block of Reptichip uh, given to us by JT Tomlinson over at Reptichip. And on the off chance that you want to get a hold of me, because for all these episodes that I've been on here, not a single motherfucker have, has ever asked how they can get a hold of me. I figured the, the podcast email. It's starting email, to bother me. You're on the group. They can message you. They through. can. The group. You can message me through the group, and that's fine. But nobody ever asks, James. There may be a reason for Respect that. Respect me, damn it. First off, I'm told not to hold your hand so much, and now I'm told <laughs> hey, get your shit together, Katie. If anybody wants to talk to Katie, just find her. She's on Facebook. She's loud. Go find her. It's okay. Done? Yes. All right. Thank you all for listening. Talk to everybody next week. 
Goodbye. Goodbye.